at the sound of my voice was originally created for me to verbalize my poetry. Initially, when I first began writing, it was a way for me to escape. To use words to create a different outcome when whatever was happening in my life wasn't what I wanted it to be. Well, you know how the mind works. Once your imagination starts to run, if you let it run long enough, you might end up somewhere new. I've always been one a desire to inspire mental as well as a physical stimulation with my work. With this platform, I want to introduce the most seductively, prolifically diverse, widest array of poetry and scripted stories that will arouse the audience's intellect and hopefully provide a newness in their perspectives. Now, at the sound of my voice, let's go. her toss and turn all night. I didn't want to disturb her, so I just waited. When she finally calmed to a set position for more than 30 seconds, I began to run my fingers down her side to keep her calm. It seemed like it was a comfortable position for her. I started at the top of her shoulders with my index finger, then alternating fingers until I put my thumb and had it gently graze her silhouette. That was the perfectly form of her from the light and the shadows caused by the moon shining through the blinds across the room. She was nearly naked, so it was quite the turn on for me to watch her succumb to my caresses. Noticing her body finally becoming relaxed, the turn on shifted to tranquility as I felt a sort of mental connection to her physical being. All of the things that had happened in the days past were now irrelevant. As my manhood had become still, very, very still between my legs, I felt more powerful than I had before, knowing that she was lying next to me, subconsciously submissive to me without regret. Yet I still sensed her confidence and independence in spirit. I had recently come into the knowledge that my indirect actions were what contributed to most in our connections or the lack thereof. The wind from the ceiling fan started to get colder and more crisp. Goosebumps were surfacing down the center of her back. I began to cautiously run my right fingers and my palms down her spine to slowly create more warmth. I knew that just as she rarely stayed underneath the covers at night, she'd become chilled very soon. Her right arm fell from her right side and then to behind her. With only a small tank barely covering her breasts, she shifted her body's position over to the left, the tank still in its original place. Damn, she looks so good. Her nipples were slightly revealed. I moved in closer to Spoon and wrapped my arms around her. It was a moment to ignore the question of whether or not I should bring notice of what was in my sights to my manhood. I closed my eyes as I well, <laughs> I was within a few inches of her, so it was very, very difficult to keep my composure. She moved into me with her ass cradling my dick as now it was slightly erect between her cheeks. It was as if I didn't have on my BMJ boxer briefs that she had so carefully selected for me because of the way they took form of him, allowing him to rest outward on top of... <laughs> what she held so tightly when she was feeling herself and wanted to be more dominant during foreplay. He was now stretching downward past the seam and curving left between her cheeks, 
with the head just below her left, allowing it to throb and grow without obstacle or interruption. With my eyes still closed, I struggled to regain my composure. Everything about her always took me to a very intimate place. Not always sexual, but very intellectually and emotionally sensual. Fearing that it wouldn't be seen as such and would potentially be a rejection, I took in deep breaths and was able to somewhat gather myself. When she came home from work this evening, she was so tired that I actually had to feed her her salmon, seasoned white rice, and grilled asparagus that I had prepared for dinner. She insisted that it was, she was okay. It had been so long since we had been intimate, I dared not try to force it. My schedules were so very hectic and she was trying her hardest to help me with everything. It didn't help that at times we had allowed our irritations to affect our communication. After dinner, I drew her a bath while she rested on the couch. After her bath, I carried her over to the bed and massaged her with her favorite lotion, Belief by Convergency, to the tense areas of her body. It wasn't long before she was asleep. I continued only thinking about what to do next to help facilitate the process a little faster so she could get some rest. When I was done, I completed everything that I could so she could just go to bed. I placed a kiss on her forehead and turned to walk away when she grabbed my wrist and asked me not to leave. I smiled and looked into her sleepy, very, very sleepy eyes. Only that one whisper escaped her lips. I caught her hand as it started to slip from mine and she dozed off with a slight smile on her very smooth and full lips. Now we arrive at this moment in time. Who am I to allow her to give so much of herself that she has none left for herself? I slid my left arm under her neck and moved in closer so that her head could rest on my chest and in the crevice of my shoulder. With my right arm, I went underneath her right arm and placed it in its position on its side and I wrapped mine around her stomach securely. She responded by placing her right arm on top of mine with her hand holding mine firmly. She let out a slight moan of acceptance. She was now warm and very inviting of my presence. She wiggled and <laughs> smiled and a slight, slight grin on her face as she got more acquainted with my heartbeat. Then, while in my embrace, she whispered, Thank you, baby. I felt at that moment that I had made the right decision. I think, with distance, you never can tell. Morio J. I enjoyed writing that piece. It was it was enlightening moments in our lives where as men we just have to understand that you know we see our women, we see our wives, our girlfriends, significant others as this beautiful creation, this incredible incredible being. And we just really have to step back sometimes and give them space. Give them space to rest, recuperate just to be who they are. You know, you can't let a woman be so much of what her nature allows, what her nature encourages, that you forget that sometimes she needs to be stopped in her steps and taken care of. 
women are always going to take care of us. It's who they are. They naturally step in and try to hold you, comfort you, be there, be everything to you. And that's why a lot of times they get upset when we as men hold so much in, but we expect them to know so much about us. This is not a conversation of whether or not it goes both ways. This is not a conversation about what you need as a man or what you desire or what she should do. This is about what are you willing to sacrifice so that the woman that's going to give you everything anyway can actually rest her mind and her body, her spirit. What are you really willing to sacrifice? And if you're not willing to sacrifice something as simple as a nut just so she can get back to herself, just so she can have her peace of mind and not feel as if she's not entitled simply because you say so, then how much are you worth? Ask yourself that question. For everyone out there that got it, I appreciate you. Thank you so very much for listening. There's so much more to come.